What if I told you, you could access your creativity at any point, but the only catch is, is that you have to have a growth mindset. Today on the podcast, we're talking all about having a creative mindset. And what does that look like for entrepreneurs, speakers, coaches, and online influencers? How do you have a creative mindset when you're moving forward and trying to grow your business? You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hey friends, welcome to The Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp and I am your host. And over the past few weeks, we have been talking about mindset. And I have made a huge shift in my life. I think that mindset work has really, really been kind of the catalyst for me to move forward in my own life. When I first started coaching, I was just, you know, really, really excited to help people and empower them to discover their purpose. And what I just started to discover was that people would understand how they were created, they would even be able to go, you know what, I can really find my purpose and I just really know exactly what it is I want to do. They would share with me all of these amazing dreams and plans they had for their lives and then they wouldn't do them. And as I started to kind of go through my own journey as a coach and really discovering why I wasn't doing certain things in my own life, I discovered that it wasn't because I didn't know my purpose. It wasn't that I hadn't honed in on who I wanted to impact and how I wanted to make a difference in the lives of others. I was just really stuck in my mindset. And I had old toxic beliefs that needed to be uprooted and reconceptualized. And I knew that it had been holding me back for a really long time. So today we're going to dive in to a particular area of mindset that I've been really excited to talk with you about. So I want to start with this question. Have there been seasons in your life where you have felt creatively stunted? Like no matter what you try, you feel uninspired or you feel like there is just like this part of you, this deep well inside of you, this like creative part that is just like withering away. It's just not being used. It's untapped and you feel as though it's just drying up. Well, I know the feeling and I have been there. Not very often do I talk about like the creative side of my life. And honestly, there's been a really good reason for that. (laughs) I'm not super proud of it, but I've not always felt like what I have to offer creatively is that great. Like I know I'm a creative. I've been a singer songwriter, musician. I sang and played the piano. I've been like doing things like that for most of my life. I'm like mildly creative at doing things design wise, like, but not great. You know, like, you know what I mean? You're like, I dabble in some of these things, but I don't like think I'm like really, really good at it. So I have all these friends that are really creative, like 
design geniuses like they they design um, magazines and all these really cool things and they're wordsmiths and they're authors and they have these published books and best-selling books and they're I have friends that are talented artists and poets that have won awards and people who are screenwriters and on TV and have record deals like I've got some really creative friends and it's great to be surrounded by these really talented creative individuals but it also can really wreak havoc on your self-esteem and if you are an, a creative person and if you are surrounding yourself with these creative people it can either propel you forward and help you to move forward which it should if it's working correctly but if you are feeling as though you're just falling into this comparison trap then I want to talk to you about your mindset and why mindset work is so important as a creative so when I was a teenager um, creativity just like seemed to ooze out of me I was not at a loss for creative intelligent friends even back then like even when I was a teenager and there were moments that we competed against each other even like we would have competitions in our church for singing and for um just really having like it was kind of like a fine arts situation I don't think it was called that but something like that anyways we would every year we would practice and we would compete and then we competed in our citywide and then our region and um I loved it like I absolutely loved it I would write songs I would do duets and solos and um, we would even do these dramas and we would just write them all and it was just like so fun to be part of this creative group of friends and we we even co-wrote plays put them on for our church and I was into drama and writing which I don't do really anymore but like my main thing was songwriting like I loved to just write music and I would sit at the piano and I had this upright red piano that my parents eventually stripped in to this beautiful um, natural wood but even when I was like when I was a kid playing the red piano like I just loved the feeling of my fingers just moving across these old keys and just singing songs for hours and I would make stuff up I didn't care what the outcome was and I wasn't trying to do it for any particular reason other than I just loved it I would come home every single day after school and I would sit around the piano and I would play and if my friends would be there then we'd all sing we'd like harmonize together we would just just spend hours and hours and hours being creative and just using our gifts and then right afterwards like we'd head over to the church and we'd do something else creative and maybe we'd be at school and we would be in part of a function at school that was just really uh using all of our creative parts of us I was so creative <laughs> I'm making this really bigger probably than it is but that when I was in sports I actually ended up giving up sports just to use my creativity more and just to be really really like uber involved in music so there was no end to my creativity however when I went to college everything changed so I decided to go to this small Christian college 
in Missouri and I was going to get a music education degree, become a teacher. Well, what I really wanted to do is be a famous singer, but I was going to become a teacher because, you know, that's, you know, the, the thing you do. That's the wise choice, I guess, is how you'd put it. And when I got to school, when I got to the college, I quickly found out that I was a small fish in a big pond. And even though I had been surrounded by amazing creative people in my life prior to going to college, the people in my college were like next level. Like they were the best of the best. They had all showed up at this school. They were all wanting to do similar things to what I was doing. And all of a sudden, I found myself not being the person who was asked to do all the things. And I was not the best singer. I was not the best songwriter. I was not the best creative or, you know, writer in the in the group. And it was kind of shocking, to be honest with you. And it really downplayed my confidence because it was a, really the first time in my life that it became really apparent to me that um, I was comparing myself against other people. And there was one year that I went to try out for concert choir and the concert choir in our school was this like group of elite singers. They were touring all around the U.S. It was like, you know, like the who's who in the music department. They're all really trained vocalists. And I desperately wanted a seat at the table. They had matching gowns and tuxedos. It was like super cool. Right. So here I was, I went in to try an audition for the concert choir. And I was not a particularly great classical singer. In fact, I was not really trained in classical music at that point at all. I had done vocal jazz in high school. I had done a lot of worship and singing for church, but none of it was classical music, which is what the concert choir did. So, of course, when I went to go audition, I was not that great. I did not have a great audition. And so... As you would guess, I did not make the concert choir. And I really took it personally. Like, honestly, it was like a huge blow to my ego. And I was crushed. And I felt like at that time, because the music department was so small, that like people were judging me because I had tried out, but not made it. So like, it felt like this, like, you know, I don't know, it felt like as though I was just not measuring up to everybody else. And I couldn't see the difference between what I had to offer and what other people had to offer at that time. Like that didn't even dawn on me. It was just like, oh, I didn't make it. I must not be good enough. And the first few days after I found out that I was not going to be part of the concert choir were really rough. Like I just basically wanted to hide out in my room and, you know, my friends had to coax me out because not being the star of something and not being kind of like the golden girl was not something I was used to. And it just really enforced this narrative that I wasn't chosen and that I had failed and that I was not good enough. And the worst part about it was that it made me second guess my ability uh, as a singer, as a songwriter, and everything that I had to bring into my music and into my creativity. And I distinctly remember that it was a point in my life where it really marked um, where I started to 
try and prove my worth. And it also marked the place in my life where I started to hide my gifts altogether. And it was something that I would have to go through in my life I, for like the next 20 years. Like, I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, I ended up becoming a high school music teacher, a professional musician and a worship leader. But even in those scenarios as a teacher, as a pastor, as a, a singer, um, professionally, I always, always was hustling for my worth. I was always trying to prove that I belonged, that I was good enough, that I was just really deserved to be where I was. And because I was doing that, because I was trying to hustle for my worth and prove what I had to offer, I actually was sabotaging my own success and creativity. But I didn't know that. Now, there came a particular low point in my 30s where I attended a songwriting retreat. Um, my very favorite artist was putting on this seven-day intensive for creatives and she was somebody I really really looked up to like I wanted to learn from her I basically wanted to be her so um, without my knowledge um, my boss who was also my pastor had actually you know um, applied for me and I got in I don't think I would have done it on my own and I was headed down to North Carolina to be part of this intensive for seven days. So here we were, we got to um, Charlotte and we were sequestered with this talented, amazing group of women. They were singer songwriters, musicians, like from all over the US. And I was part of them. It was really cool. But the part of me who was still hustling for my worth, just wanted to like rise to the top. Like I wanted to be the best. I wanted to be the one that was noticed. I wanted to be the one like she handpicked and was like, yeah, that's the girl, right? And here's what happened. The whole week I just spent kind of like trying to get her attention, trying to be the person who was noticed and be the favorite. And what ended up happening was that I was completely overlooked, like without a shadow of a doubt. Like I was not the favorite. I was not handpicked. I was like, none of that happened. And I didn't understand then why it didn't happen. But I really, really, truly understand now. I was trying too hard. Um, I was in my head. And I was looking for um, her to just say, Andrea, you've got it. You're so talented. And I just didn't get that recognition that I was striving to get from her. And when I left at the end of the week, I just felt really defeated because I'd put so much into getting her validation that I was good enough, that I would be somebody who could make it in the industry, that I could not recognize my own worth as a creative and value that I brought to the table. Have you ever felt like your dreams are just bigger than you are? So big, in fact, that they feel completely out of reach. And maybe you've wanted to get your message out into the world or write a best-selling book or just share your story of transformation. But there is this massive obstacle standing in your way and it's fear. It could be that you're afraid that your idea just isn't good enough or that other people are doing it 
much better than you are, that you're too old or too young, or that you just don't deserve what it is that you desire. I completely understand. And I can actually say that because I was there and it wasn't that long ago. (laughs) Instead of taking a step towards my dream, I cowered back. I was insecure about what I had to offer. And I just let time go without actually implementing what I really wanted to do. And even though I felt like I could totally help women transform their lives, I was afraid and I wasn't doing it even for myself. So instead of taking that step towards my dream, I pushed it aside for fear of being rejected and disappointed. Call it insecurity, doubt, or fear, whatever you want. But at the end of the day, it's not a lack of skill, talent, or resources that are going to keep you from accomplishing your dream or stepping out. It's going to be your lack of confidence. And my issue was that I thought I was confident because there were so many areas of my life that I showed confidence on the outside appeared to be, but no one would believe me if I told them that inside I was so afraid to share my story. It took me a really long time to get out of that space from insecurity to confidence. And for several years, I worked on overcoming my limiting beliefs so I could accomplish my dreams and really step into my full purpose and empower women the way I know I can. And I want to share with you what I have learned along the way. So if you're ready to step more fully into your power, I want to invite you to join me for a free three-day challenge on April 5th, 6th, and 7th, where we're going to do just that. So to sign up, go to andreacrisp.ca forward slash challenge. Now, I don't know about you, but if you're listening to this podcast today and you are creative, whether you are a singer, songwriter, an artist, someone who writes for a living, someone who is a speaker or a coach, someone who is influencing others in some way with your message, with your art, with your gift, you probably have faced something similar to this. And putting your gift into the world, your message into the world is no small undertaking. At the best of times, when you're able to share what you have to offer without worrying about how it's going to be received, it feels pure and honest and authentic. But most of the time, when we're on our own and we're trying to really put ourselves out there, it's like really being stuck in your head and worrying about like, well, what are people going to say? Like, how are they going to perceive what I have to offer? What if people don't like it? What if people don't want to support me? What if I am not as good as I think I am? Like all of these things go through our heads and become the narrative that we buy into and that we really filter everything that we're doing as a creative. Worried that you're not good enough, that your family will not support you, that you've made the wrong decision, that you're never going to make enough money doing this, that no one wants to hear what you have to say. So here's the thing about being good enough. Who is ever really 
good enough? Like, is it ever enough? Like you get to a point where you have become an expert at something, but then you really need to know more information or you get to a point where you've achieved something, but there's also another level to get to. So you want to achieve more. Like there's never an end to enough. There's always more. So no matter how much you are striving to be good at something or to achieve something or to get to a certain level, you're never going to get there because there's always going to be more anyways. And someone's always going to be more, going to be ahead of you or going to have achieved more or accomplished more. So when you're kind of in that race, then you're actually in a place in your life where you're just you know, watching what someone else is doing and not really paying attention to what you should be doing. I have done that. I have been there. And most artists that make it in the world, they are not concerned about what other people are doing. They are more concerned with what they have to offer and actually putting it out into the world than what everybody else is doing. Even if they do have mindset issues, which trust me, they do. Okay. The most famous artists that you know, the person you look up to and admire, they have their own creative mindsets and blocks that they need to overcome in their life. Now, I realized this way, 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 way later than I probably hope to. And right now I'm in my mid 40s. And I have gone through kind of, I would say like this metamorphosis of like my creative life and really understanding that so much of the time where I was hustling for my worth and trying to put things out into the world that I just wasn't even enjoying myself anymore. And I couldn't see the value that I had to offer with my singing, with my um, songwriting, with my like playing as a musician and as a piano player. And now, as I have kind of really just kind of started to like fall in love with music all over again, I see it. And I have this desire to share what I have and what I'm gifted to do because I want to give the very best of what I have. And I don't want to waste it. Like, I don't want it to be wasted in like just for nobody. And even if no one hears it, like I want to enjoy it. Like I want it to be something that I derive enjoyment from. But for so long, I was afraid that I would not meet the expectations of the people in my life, of those people who I wanted to get validation from and, you know, to just be successful. And I have had to learn that expectations are just an illusion because the more you try to please others to receive validation, the more you will end up not being who you were truly meant to be. And I do fight those feelings still. And when I'm writing or I'm recording the podcast, a lot of the time I'm in my mind, I'm trying to work out these things. I'm overthinking things. I have to say that Today is one of those days where, as I started to record this particular podcast, I got out of my mind. And even as I'm thinking about it now, it's a choice. Like, am I going to get back into overthinking this, into how it's going to be received or perceived by you, the listener? And I had to really understand that I need to continue to work through my mindset 
issues as a creative, as someone who's putting my gifts out into the world. And so working through those toxic beliefs that my creativity, that my gift is not good enough or like should be shared or that I'm never going to ever amount to anything. Like those are the beliefs that I have to move past and reframe in my life because it just triggers that whole memory of being a sophomore in college and being told that I wasn't good enough to be in concert choir. So in, in my coaching sessions with um, my clients, mindset is something that we talk about every single session. And I find it particularly interesting to talk about it, especially when it comes, especially when it comes to creativity and confidence, because that is how we show up in the world. If you are someone who's putting their gift out into the world, whether it's art, whether it's a message, whether it's your story or your transformation, you are putting creativity and yourself into the world. And if you don't have the confidence to do that and to really showcase who you are and what you have to offer, you will not actually impact the people you want to impact. Now, one of the people in my life that really showed me that I could show up as myself and who I like really look to now, even as an adult, is my piano teacher from when I was a kid, Carol Ann. And I look back at those years that I sat at the piano at that bright red piano in my basement and I played those keys. When I would go to my lessons with Carol Ann, she never forced me to do anything that I didn't want to do. She always allowed me to express my creativity in any way. And she was somebody who really helped me to see that I could be whatever I wanted to be and that it didn't matter what I had to put into the world and it did not have to be perfect in any way at all. And I was reminded of that with one of my 10-year-old voice students just a few months ago, actually, because we were talking about confidence and she was sharing with me that she was singing on Zoom in front of her class And she was super nervous. And when she went to start singing, she choked up and she's such a great, talented little singer. And as we were talking, you know, she started just sharing with me and saying, you know, Andrea, I really love music and I love singing and I don't want to be held back by worrying about what other people think, because the reason I'm doing this is for me. And that is out of the mouths of babes. Like I see that 10 year old in her was the same 10 year old that I was. It was just like, I just want to do music. I just want to create. I just want to put things into the world. And the amazing thing about this young lady is that she's like a young entrepreneur too. And she like does all these creative things. She makes things for people. She is constantly finding ways of like reinventing new ways of doing things and being like 10 year old. She's like a 10 year old. And it reminds me That these are, this is the way that we are to live out our creativity, just by putting it out into the world, wanting to bless people, wanting to impact people with what we have to give. So I say all that to say this, maybe you've been struggling with some of these creative blocks and maybe you're saying to yourself, okay, well, how do I get out of this headspace? Like if I feel creatively stunted or if I feel like I'm just really in my head about my creativity, not wanting to put it into the world, I just want to share like five things 
as we're closing off today. But the first one is you got to allow yourself to make mistakes. That's one thing I learned from Carol Ann. I did not have to be perfect. In fact, she really nurtured that in me. She would say, you know, Andrew, just make it up as you go. Like, if you don't like it, try it a different way. Like, it doesn't have to be perfect. And in fact, some of the best things that have ever happened are mistakes. And you learn from them, you grow in them. And being a a musician, a singer, a songwriter, a writer is all about doing something and learning that you don't want to do it that way and you want to do it a different way because it sounds different if you do this or it makes a different impact if you say it this way. So just allow yourself to be real and honest and vulnerable and make mistakes. The second thing is create spaciousness in your life. So that means that you're not always consuming or ingesting content and information but it's actually getting really quiet and still and listening so that you can be in a place in your life where you can output and you can give and you can create and you can feel and you can just really, really be in that space where the best of you comes out instead of listening to what everyone else is doing and copying it or being influenced by it. So create that spaciousness in your life. Third is be curious about what you are creating. So like cultivate that curiosity that you're following this path and you want to see where it takes you and you're not really sure what the outcome is going to be, but you want to go down it anyways and you want to explore it and you just want to see because you're not attached to any specific outcome. You actually just want to see what happens and that is when the most beautiful things are created because you don't have an out, an outcome that you're working towards. Four is go down paths that feel a bit uncertain. So when you're thinking, well, I just don't want any obstacles or I just want anything to stop me. I want this like clear sailing. Well, friend, that's not how it works. You actually have to have those obstacles you overcome because it creates tension and it creates this place where you've had to actually move through something. And when you move through something and you are able to overcome, that's when the story is told. That is when you get to share the gold of your message through song, through art, through your message, through your story, through your, through any kind of writing or creativity that you have to offer. It's through those moments of tension that you went down an uncertain path and you overcame and you learned and you grew through the process. And then the last thing is be open to critique and feedback without personalizing it. Now, that does not mean that you give everyone license to speak into your life about your art. (laughs) And I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is that the people you trust in your life, your coaches, the people you work with, um, the people you're collaborating with, yeah, like say, I'm open to your feedback. I'm open to you um, really giving me some input on like maybe how I can shift or change or grow in this area. And then when they say it, don't say, okay, well, now there's something wrong with me because there's nothing wrong with you. It's just feedback. It's just actually a way of growing and moving forward in your life. When you have a growth mindset, when you give yourself permission to take those risks and not worry so much about failure, you are going to see that there's a complete transformation in your mindset 
as a creative and you're able to move through those blocks and through those spaces where you have been stunted or you felt as though you cannot push past because you're not fixed on something that is a particular outcome. One of my friends shared this um, like tidbit with me and, and I want to share it with you today. My friend Jamie, she's an artist and she's also just a dear, dear friend. But we're talking about your journey and the journey that we go on as creatives alongside the expression of our creativity and appreciation for what is possible. Having that gratitude, like all of that really makes creativity such a beautiful space to be in and and a road that we want to travel because it's a journey to express what's happening in our lives, to appreciate the growth and the challenges and the places that we're going to be along the way. And that is the journey of creativity in our lives. And when we can have a mindset of growth and really allowing ourselves to just grow creatively and grow through expression and grow through appreciation, we're going to find that the impact we make on people's lives through what we have to share with the world is so much sweeter. Friend, if you are in a place in your life right now where you're like, I really do have something to offer the world and I do feel like I'm in a creative funk or a block and you want to jump on a 30-minute call with me, I'd love to chat with you and to really see what is blocking you from moving forward in your life, from sharing that with the world. And you can book a time with me by going to my website at andreacrisp.ca forward slash schedule. I hope this has helped you. Um, such a fun conversation for me to have with myself. (laughs) Uh, I love creativity and it's something that I don't talk about very often. So I'm really glad that I was able to share this with you. I hope it is helpful to you and I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at, at Andrea Crisp coach or at the dot courage cast until next time. Remember you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.